Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let's pray. Father, thanks a million for tonight. Thank you for your mighty presence. Thank you for the gathering of the saints, which is unto you. Bless us in this time we have together. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Sit down. I'm sure you are blessed already. Yeah, I could hear the excitement from down below. Amen. I wasn't sure whether it's the sound or it's the people, but when I got here, I saw that it's the people. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Great. Is there a way my sound can be just slightly sharper? Just some high, small high, so that, it's tsh, so that I can cut through. Yeah. Jesus. No, it's not there yet, but it's coming. Powerful. Amen. Aha, uh-huh, something like that. <laughs> so I can boom the preaching. <laughs> Say, Pastor, boom the preaching. Wow. <laughs> anyway, for a short time that we have, I want to continue my introduction of um, the subject, Shabby Shepherding Must Go. Amen. Amen. I said, to be great shepherd. So I'm teaching you how to be a great shepherd. Okay? And I said one of the qualities of a great shepherd. We said three things about a great shepherd. A great, if you're a great shepherd, your sheep are like Jesus' sheep. Your shepherding techniques are like Jesus' sheep. And your fruit will be like Peter, James, John, Andrew, Bartholomew, Thomas, and all. So don't be surprised if we have people in the church who doubt the pastor. Thomas was also in the church. Do you get it? I know people personally in the church who go door to door spreading stories about the pastor and casting doubts in the minds of the people. No, personally, pers- I can sign an affidavit on that or make a police statement on, 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 on that. I have a certified copy of it. Do you get it? It's common. I mean, it's very common. I mean, the pers- one of them crowd may be sitting next to you. Yeah, but Thomas was also there. So it, these things happen. Don't be surprised, all right? But that's Jesus' fruit. Then we said uh, a great shepherd also has acquired enough or a lot of knowledge about shepherding. Do you get it? So to be a great shepherd, you have to acquire a lot of knowledge about shepherding. Okay? So that's what I'm doing. Somebody say amen. Amen. That's what I am doing right now, which is giving you a lot of knowledge on shepherding. Is that Lewin? Is that you? You have a nice haircut. Can you put your phone away for a change? Uh Uh-huh, thank you very much. We stopped doing that a while ago, so... Uh So we're looking at shepherding campaigns. Do you get it? And I said, as a church, our shepherding technique or shepherding campaign is, is, is after the acronym, Shabby Shepherding Must Go. And all of us must... Number one, know it. Number two, believe it. Look, I'm watching you. I mean, it's just you and me. So as soon as you look down, I'll call your name. I mean, from now till I finish preaching. Good. Say amen. amen. What was I saying? One, you must know it. Two, you must believe it. Three, you must, you must join us. No, you, one, you must know it. Two, you must understand it. Three, you must believe in it. 
and four, we must practice it. Can we say it together? One, we must what? Know it. Two, we must what? Understand it. Three, we must what? Believe in it. And four, we must what? Practice it. Uh-huh. Practice it. All right? And we're going to really run with it. Okay? So, we are reintroducing it. I don't think we know it enough. Oh, but I saw Sabi Sapa Dano. Wow. Until we see the fruit, we don't know it. Jesus said, you will know them by their fruit. Fruit cannot be argued with. A lot of talking, you can argue with it. But fruit, nobody can. If you see a mango, if you see a tree and there are mango fruits on it, nobody can convince you that it's a potato tree. Or no. Or lemon. Once you, because the fruit you are seeing is what? Mangoes. Then that's it. So nobody argues with fruit. Hallelujah. Good. So we started looking at it. We spelt it. We said it's a, it's a mnemonic or an acronym. Shabby shepherding must go. So if you type it into your, your search engine in the Bible, you won't find it. Do you get it? I'm putting this out there also so that you don't go home and say, Pastor is using things that are not from the Bible. Do you get it? Each letter there represents something from the Bible. So you won't see a scripture, John 14, 32. Shall be shepherd, and he said unto them, my, my disciples, shall be shepherd, they must go. No, there's no scripture like that. Verily, verily, I say unto you, while the earth remaineth, shall be shepherd, they must go. <laughs> All right, so we said the first S is what? Soul winning and mission conscious. We can even leave it there. Soul winning campaign. Okay, for now. Okay, number two, and I gave you scriptures for all these. All right. The second S we said is what? State of the flock. Okay, knowing how the flock are doing. All right. Number three is what? Servants armed and trained campaign. I said a campaign is. A systematic, a series of a systematic and aggressive activities to achieve a goal. Okay? Good. So that's why we add campaign. So when we say servants armed and trained, this service is a servants armed and trained service. Do you get it? That's why I'm teaching on things like shepherding, prayer, I mean... Hardly will you come for this service and come and get receive it in the name of Jesus. Once a while, you get one receive it in between, but it's not purpose for that. It's purpose to arm us and to make us shepherds. All right? So this is arming us with what? The word of God. Amen. Good. Next one is what? Hearing and seeing campaign. Art campaign. Hearing and seeing campaign, which is coming up with a system where we can hear the word of God and see the word of God being preached regularly. Amen. Say another amen. Encourage me, please. Hey, you were happy until I came. Or when I talked about people who go around casting. That, so you are bored already? No, these things we have to say. That if we don't say them, they will, these perpetrators will flourish in our midst and destroy our church. Yeah, it's like uh, I'm not happy in Peter Marriage. If you are not happy in Peter Marriage, leave. Is it is there a city for me? Ah, please, please, no, just stop kidding yourself. But going door to door, you see that this person is also not happy. And this person, how do you know who is happy and who is not happy? Do you have a happiness? Louis, I'm watching you. How do you know who is not happy and who is happy? How, how do you find that out? Do you have a barometer for it? Ah, something, it's a campaign. Hey, why? Are you not tired by now? series of systematic and aggressive activities. Are you not tired? If you are not, look, if you are not happy, newsflash, just leave. 
It's as simple as that. Oh. Second H is what? Honoring the prophet campaign. Okay. Next one. Anti-brutish campaign. This is to get us to pray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To pray. Oh, to pray. To pray. Why would you be somewhere that you are not happy? Pray. <laughs> prion, 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 prion. In French, pray is prion. Then the next one, B. Basenta, basanta, proliferation campaign. Which are having more basentes, more basantes. All right? Good. Next one is what? Building campaign. Next one is what? Intimate counseling campaign. One-on-one counseling. Amen. Amen. Next one is what? Equipment and technology. Yeah, may the Lord bless us so that every equipment we need to make the church nicer, we will be able to acquire it. So that we can use every technology available to mankind to make the work easier. Amen. Amen. Then the next one is what? Shepherding control campaign. That's where we finish at. Is that not so? So number next one. Multiplication campaign. Multiplication campaign. Jeremiah 30 verse 9. The Bible says, And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. I will multiply them. And they shall not be few. And I will, I will also glorify them. God is going to glorify us. Amen. And they shall not be small. Hallelujah. Amen. Multiplication is about reaching out and soul winning. Amen. Amen. We are destined to multiply as a church. The Bible says we shall not be few. But we cannot sit down and say because the Bible has said it, it will happen. The Bible has said you shall be the head and not the tail. But I, for some of us, we are, it has, if we don't work it, it won't happen. Amen. If you don't work it, it won't happen. You will be the head from the tail. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So the same, that's, that's what has to do with the promises of God. The promises of God, you have to work them. There are things you have to do. So the Bible has prophesied that as God's people and as a church, we shall not be few. God will multiply us. But we have to work it. Amen. We have to work it. It's sad. We have to work it. Amen. So, so winning. That's why every center, every center, Saturday is for multiplication campaign. There must always be an effort made for new people to come in. Always. Always. An effort made at center level, at church level. And this, this one is called multiplication campaign. Efforts, systematic efforts that are made by center church. That's why we did Salvation Sunday. It was a systematic effort, aggressive effort for people to come in to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ for the church to increase. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that is the M. Next one, you have almost finished preaching. Because we are left with just four to go. You. Uncles and aunties campaign. Uncles and aunties campaign. Like now, listen, if we deploy all these campaigns, what is going to happen is that there'll be nobody in the church, no matter what you do, that will have nothing to do in the church. 
So when you find somebody who's not doing anything, that means the person has decided, I will not do anything. But the systems are such that even if you are as busy as the president, there will be something you can do. do. Do you get it? Jesus said, suffer the little children to come unto me. For this is the kingdom of God. So aunties and uncles campaign has to do with some of us who are like we are elderly. Some of us who are elderly. I'm coming, you take your time. Some of us who are elderly to reach out to schools. Do, 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 you, do you get to reach out to little ones in schools? Why? Because it's young people who get born again. It's young people who get refined. Let me tell you something. If there's a, something you are struggling with at this your age, make every effort to let it go away. Because as you grow, it won't go away again. Because it's like, as you grow, you become accustomed to it, become ossified, you become more stubborn. People don't change as they grow. So if you don't fight and change now, you won't change. Yeah. You know, let's buy some dramatic event. You are not likely to change. The people who change is like the people who are young. Wisdom is for the young. They change easily. And we must take this, the gospel of Jesus Christ to people when they are young. When they are young. Because that's when they've not made some of the, you see, like some of the mistakes that some of us have made. We have been forgiven, but you see, we prayed for, for like we prayed for for like today. Bishop, let us pray against last forgiveness from last pride and envy. You see, we've prayed that God forgives us all, but the effect of it, the 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 consequence of it, it's not going away. It's not going away. He's, he even said that sometimes you pray for forgiveness, then you are forgiven. But your children will be punished for it. The children of Israel prayed for forgiveness. God for 70 years later, Babylon, they were taken to Babylon. Although they had prayed for forgiveness. So it's almost like the people who caused the problem were forgiven, but they are children. 70 years later, they were taken to Babylon as slaves. Do you get it? So we, we know that we are already old. But the children, they've not made some mistakes. If the gospel can reach them early, they can avoid repeating the mistakes that we made. Yeah, I'm so, when they said we should go to school, we'll be walking around town. We'll say at home we have gone to school, then we are walking around town, fooling around, doing anything that we like. Now you are old, you can't go to school. Even if Sasa decides to pay school fees, the brain, the brain, the brains, the capacity, the cells in the brain cannot. Oh, I know you don't believe it. I know you don't believe it, but. Look at how difficult it is for you to learn a simple scripture. To memorize it. And compare it to the children. One day, some people came to the children's church. I think whether white church or kid, one of the children's churches to come and help. I mean, they were big in their bodies and their age. So they came to help. Do you see? But when they came, they saw the way the children, these Jonita and Co coaches, those were the days of Jonita and Co. Quoting the scriptures like they say, Oh no, we will help again. <laughs> we will help again. No, 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 no. Because they realized that it's not by age, neither is it by size. They said to me, it's not like hearsay. They said to me, these children will disgrace us. <laughs> Because you come with the scripture. Let's learn John 3, 17. You say it once. You read it once, twice. Then the children already know it. Then you, the teacher, you don't yet. You don't. You can't remember. And say, and for God, God was sending Noah. For God sent Noah. They say, teacher, please. It's not Noah. 
his son. Uh, for God said his son, beloved son, that whosoever believe. They said, no, no, no. That's 16, teacher. We are on 17. Hey, when you look at it like that, they say, hey, pastor, we love you. you we will clean. We will arrange the chairs. Okay, is there anything else you want us to do? But we will not teach the children. Yeah, we will not teach the children. Do you get it? So, when your time to study has passed, then now you have realized, hey, studying is good. You have grown already. You have grown already. You can't do much. You petrol attendant. Or something. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? You can't do much. So, the ones who are young now, they are ready. They've not made some of our mistakes. If we bring the gospel to them early, they know Christ early. Oh, then their future is bright. So this campaign refers to that. This campaign. That's why anytime I hear Rahim, then I'm very happy. Young can change. Old cannot change. Full of envy, full of pride, and full of lust cannot change. You talk, uh, when you are talking, they all look down. When you finish the opia, then no change. Yeah. Ossified. When you go, go and find the meaning of the word ossified. Bible says his bones are full of the sins of his youth. Which means his bones are ossified with the sins of his youth. Oh yeah. Next campaign. So this campaign, Charman, Charman. Connie, they can do this one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, justice. Okay. Tandeka, come. Oh, come with your husband. Mr. and Mrs. G. You see, when I said some of us are old, you, you, you remove yourself from the equation. Yeah. You see, these people, are they not young people? But do you know that when the people in primary school, they say the old guy, eh, come, come. Yes, come. When, 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 how do you call these people? By the names. Yes, how do you address them? Uncle Justin. Please go and sit down. Everybody Ashes, let the people sit down. Please. 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 Who, who is this guy? Uncle Justice. And who is that one? Aditan. Thank you. God bless you. You will live for a long Father, anoint and use this boy in Jesus' name. Go and sit down. Young people. Sunday. Sunday. Last Sunday. My son asked Pilar, what is my name? My son is 16 years old. Asked Pilar, what is my name? Pilar said, uncle. He said to Pilar, no, no, my name is Sean. Pilar, Sean Dag. Pilar said, no. Uncle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was so heartbroken. He went home. <laughs> he left the church and went home. And he put it on his status. I'm not an uncle. I'm too young to be an uncle. Yeah. He, I didn't know all this story. I saw it on his status. He, said, he was quarreling with Pilar on his status. I am not an uncle. <laughs> So, the people in primary school and things, that's how they see you. They see you as, not in a negative way, as some senior person, they have respect for you. Do you get it? Uh So, when you come and you start talking to them, they are more likely to listen to you. Because first, they are, because you are uncle, auntie, uncle, uncle Tandeka, or auntie Tandeka, (laughs) uncle Justice. Yeah. 
Next one, next one, next one. We are on the next U. There are two U's. The next U is, we, we should have a camp with this thing and look at this thing. It will be very nice. Yeah. Understanding campaign. Understanding campaign. The understanding campaign is all about deepening the understanding of the ordinary Christian. When people do not understand things, they are easily offended. When understanding is deep, they are rooted and grounded and not easily uprooted. It's important for the ordinary Christian to gain more understanding. And if we don't take it upon ourselves and do it aggressively. I mean, if you see somebody who doesn't come to church regularly, the person doesn't understand something. If we can deepen the person's understanding, immediately the person will start coming to church. It's more likely to start coming to church regularly. If, if we can get people to understand the doctrine on salvation, they won't joke with their salvation anymore. Deepen their understanding. Let get people to understand. Even loyalty, the subject of loyalty, to understand. People's behavior will change. People's behavior will change. Yeah. A treacherous person, you must be afraid of such a one. No matter, it can be your brother, it can be your, you must be afraid of. Yeah. Treacherous person. Someone who turns against you, you must be afraid of such a one. But when you don't have understanding, you just take it lightly. No, it's because this guy is very bad. That's why. Because there's no smoke without fire. No problem. It's only a matter of time. When they finish with this guy, they need somebody to... Whichever the verb is. And then you become the next one. Like people who don't respect authority. When you are not the authority, look, they will gang up with you to fight the authority. When the authority is removed, they look for the next authority to fight. So those of you who are removing authorities from your children's life, you are just setting yourself up for a collapse. A massive, superblastic collapse. Yeah. Megaloblastic. Yeah. So remove this authority. You are also an authority. So they are now used to authorities can be removed. And they will say, oh, Evie, it's nice. It comes with a certain freedom. Wow, now nobody shout at me here anymore. Fine. Remove this one. Then I've left with three. So you know, inky pinky punky. Daddy bought a donkey. Donkey died. Daddy cried. My mother said I must buy this one. The next one I was left with the two. Inky pinky punky. Daddy bought a donkey. Donkey died. Daddy cried. My mother said I must choose this one. Out there. Inky pinky punky. Daddy bought a donkey. Donkey died, daddy cried. My mother said, I must choose this one out. So that they can become their own authority. It's just a matter of time. So it's important that we deepen the understanding of our members on Christian principles, Christian doctrines. Deeping their understanding. Understanding is knowing why. Knowing how. Not just telling the person the thing, but knowing why. So, it's old. Where, Jesse? It's not deep enough. The next question is why. That's why children, their favorite question is why. And instead of answering their why, we come up with because I said so. Yeah, because I said so. <laughs> like recently, somebody was telling me about something that happened and a step that she took. Then I said, it's a good step you have taken. But in addition to this step, give an explanation. Do you see it? Because that situation is not exclusive to a 
the principle applies in different places. So when you explain to the person the why, when the person comes here, he says different things, different settings, different scenario, but same principle, the person can apply it. Do you get it? The person can apply it. Like one of the things I've fought to explain to my children is don't waste food. Don't waste food because it's all we have. It's not everything we can afford. If we waste this one, the, the money to replace it will be something for something else that will be used to replace this one. Do you get it? So the less we waste, the more we have left for other things. So when they come here, understanding will make them apply the principle. Then when they come here, they see understanding. It's not, it doesn't have to be food. You can't leave the tap running. The tap is not food. But when we pay the bill, for the water is the same money that perhaps would have been used to replace your shoe. You, 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 you understand? To replace your shoe. So then you close the tap. Then when we come here, you turn off the electricity. Then when you come here, you lock the door like that. So it's like you keep applying the principle of with understanding. Without understanding, they only know the principle only applies when it comes to food. And you will see there are things, other things in there that cost far more than food. I tell you, go there using the microwave for an experiment. Before you went to sleep, the microwave was working. You wake up, they've used it for an experiment. The light doesn't come on anymore. They are doing school projects, too. They have taken the light in the microwave. They are trying to remove the light from the microwave to do their school project. After all, you said they should go to school. So they are using, taking the light. By the time the microwave is now like 2,000, you are going to buy a new one. Compare that to one bowl of food that they threw away. Then where's the food? <laughs> Understanding. So the same, Louis. The same. Understanding. Understanding. So we have to make a serious effort to deepen the understanding of our sheep, of our members, in the word of God, doctrines, Christian doctrines, doctrine of faith, doctrine of baptism, doctrine of forgiveness, every doctrine, anything we are talking about, we have 60 books, 13, deepen the understanding. People become more stable when they understand things. understand it. So it's a campaign we are going on. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Next one. Swollen Sunday campaign. <laughs> While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Amen. Genesis 8.22. Swollen Sunday is a seasonal outreach that involves the entire congregation. So this is different from multiplication campaign. Multiplication campaign is targeted and directed. But Swollen Sunday is an outreach that involves everybody in the church. That's the type of outreach. Say, one member, three souls. One member, five souls. Everybody brings somebody. So even our, um, what do you call it, Salvation Sunday was a type of campaign that so winning that should involve everybody. I read. Most churches have outreaches, outreach ministries and groups that involve a few people. Swollen Sunday is an outreach that is different because it involves every single person in the church. When everyone joins in the outreach, you will get very different results. Pastors must involve the whole church in this outreach. Okay? So when we have our Swollen Sunday, it means everybody is involved, even the children. Even the nyaka peeps, little, little pillar, this, this, other pillar, and that other pillar, all of them invite their friends that they play with in the complex. Everybody is coming. Do you get it? And come and call, call the children uncles. Then the children will call us uncles. Do you get it? 
Yeah, it involves everybody. So when we are doing that, don't withdraw. Don't pull yourself. So, oh, plus they are doing something. I don't, I'm just not part. I'm not part. Everybody's involved in it. Amen. Oh, yeah. That's Solin Sunday. In a year, we may have maybe two. Two. Because Solin Sunday also, you can't do it every day. The work, if you do it properly, the work that goes in. It's not a small job. So you can't do it. Every day you are doing swelling Sunday. Even the people will become bored of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and on those days, the intention is to fill up the whole church. Our highest attendances have been on swelling Sunday. Yeah. Sometimes the church is so full that it even causes problems. Yeah, I mean, certain problems. I, remember. I don't know what you are thinking. Certain problems. Do you get it? But that's the intention. Amen. So next year, we believe God that Corona will release us and let us be free so that we can have swollen Sunday. Proper swollen Sunday. When you come, you say amen. The people say amen. You can hear it echoing in your ear like that. Woo, 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 woo. Next one. Sunday management campaign. All right? Sunday management campaign. I told you, you don't know everything already. What you knew as Shabish, it has grown. Sunday management, which is Managing the services. Amen. Properly managing the services that everybody, Sunday service, Sunday service must be managed beautifully so that everyone who comes there has a great spiritual experience. Church must be run so well that people do not want to go home. So that's it. So you can't just plan your Sunday service ad hoc. Oh, you no, no, no. Plan carefully. All our services are planned. All our services are planned. When we started two services, every morning, first service, they will send me their program for the day. Then second service, they also send me their program for. So we are doing this from this. We'll do this from that. We'll do this. Everything. Nothing is by chance. Not like when we came, we look around. There was no one. So Blantina, come and sing. We don't do that. If Blantina is singing, she will know in advance and she will prepare for it. Not that when she can say, okay, what song should I sing? No, 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 no. Prepare in advance. Do, do you understand? <laughs> so manage the service so there will be film stars. There will be film stars. There will be this. There will be that. I'm coming to that. But the services, Pastor Zoe, your services have, have to be managed. It's like you have intentionally this, that. And when, you, when the church is small, when you start and the church is small, you have all these challenges. Because sometimes your praise and worship leader is a baby. You get, you're supposed to start the praise and worship at um, half past ten. Half past ten, he's still at home. So you see, the prayer has stretched into uh, just waiting for the the present worship leader. Do you get it? Then somebody is supposed to do testimony, but it has not come. So we skip testimony. Then we have to bring it back. Okay, no, no, no. Our intention is to get to the stage where everything is organized, everything is on time. Whoever is doing whatever they are supposed to do is ready to do it. Not that we are changing. One day I came, I had a meeting with the second service pastors. I said, second service pastors, you are not in the church. Because when I come, they will all not be here. It's just the sheep. So I asked that, so if a problem arises in the service, what should the people do? Because you, the people who are supposed to make a decision that, okay, based on this, let's do this. You are not there. I mean, you are not there. These two pastors. <laughs> these two. These two pastors. I'm the trained pastors. They are not there to make that. So, justice is moving around, though. 
Praise and worship time is over, but he, he doesn't have the power to take a decision that, okay, this is when praise and worship ends, so I'm going to take the offering. He doesn't have the power to do that. You that you have the power to do that, also you are not here. You are not here, so... <laughs> Pastor Melly is repeating the chorus again and again and again and again. He has sang it in English, sang it in French, sang it in Zulu, sang it in Lingala. Woza Melly me Woza. Woza meliwa Woza 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 The time is up He's looking at All throughout the time he's singing He's looking at the door Whether you are coming all the woza is it's not anointed though it's not spirit led though it's just motivated by the time that time that look uh, next person woza mel woza woza it's your turn Isikati si yahamba. Then what? Amakoti e atiesa. Don't let me make my own words. It's like it's time for me to go. Give me the words. Give me the title. Close on that one. Isikati si yahamba. When Pinda Wonya Candidi Nawe Quesa Janu. So he's telling the next group that it's time for me to go. Candidi Nawe Quesa Janu. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's manage the services well. So when you are sitting in the service, you don't feel bored. You don't feel bored. You don't feel bored. You don't feel like, the service has been too, I'm tired, I want to go. No, 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 no. You manage. Even me, I manage my preaching such a way that you don't feel bored. Yeah, this singing, it was a management strategy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've shouted at some of you small, so... Your confidence level is very low. So then you use the words that to lift the uh, temperature. It's, it's all management strategies. <laughs> yeah, it's management. If you don't manage, people will be, will be tired, will be sleepy. That's why people don't sleep when I preach. No, 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 no. You have to manage the preaching in such a way that... Just when you want to sleep, no, then something will shake your spirit to life. Then you wake up. Yeah, if you sleep, you have a gift. <laughs> Not that I'll give you a gift. You already have a gift. Yeah. Next one, next one. T. Testimony camp. Did we do sheep seeking? Oh, sorry. Sheep seeking campaign. Sheep seeking campaign. Ah, where is it? Oh, I missed it before Sunday management. Is it before Sunday? Yeah, Sunday man. Sorry, sorry. Sheep seeking campaign. Jeremiah 23, 1 and 2 says, Woe unto pastors or unto the shepherds that destroy and scatter 
the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. Seeking the sheep and searching for, the, for God's people who are missing is a cardinal sign of a true shepherd. Without the love of God, you will not seek the lost, weak, and struggling sheep. Seeking the sheep is one of the most important jobs of a pastor or a shepherd. There must be a campaign to actively visit the sheep and to seek them that are lost. Hallelujah. Yeah, so intentionally look for the people. Next one, testimony campaign. Psalm 119 verse 46, it says, I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed. Testimony campaign is to encourage testimonies to be regularly declared before the congregation. The children must not be ashamed to declare what God has done for them. The testimony campaign is to ensure that Christians hear testimonies of God's goodness all the time. It is important for the church to see that God is real. Through real testimonies from real people, you have the opportunity to charge the congregation with faith. Amen. When you come and hear what God has done for somebody you know, not a testimony in the Bible alone, but a real person by you, you see what God has done, you become encouraged and you have faith. So there must be an active campaign for people to give testimonies regularly. Amen. So on our Thanksgiving Sunday, we are going to take testimonies. Yeah. I mean, today I read a beautiful testimony Lutendo had put on Facebook. I was very encouraged. Yeah, I was very encouraged. Difficult year, but God has seen it through. God has seen it through. I became encouraged that God will see me through. Yeah. God will see me through. Amen. So, testimonies. Then, next one. Tangerine campaign. Basically, tangerine campaign refers to a selection of campaigns that can be used in the church. Do, do you understand? A selection of these campaigns we have gone through. You will see sometimes the way the church is, you can't do everything. So you select what can work. Then that makes the tangy. You see when you have the tangy nudges, you see that you have one, two, like that is behind. So we select. And we are also going to go through and select what we can do now. And as we grow, and as we gain grounds, we'll, we'll, we'll grow in even the choice of campaigns. Yeah. So that's a tangerine. Okay. Now, gathering bars campaign. Psalm 84, verse 7. Gathering bars campaign. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them appears before God in Zion. Alright? The gathering campaign is to assemble all members in all groups together in one place. This is what we know as gathering service. Do you get it? Oh, everybody, we gather everybody together in one place. That's gathering bus campaign. So this involves Buses and bringing everybody together in one place. So there, there, there are some of our churches which meet in centers. Okay? Like even here, we have centers. They meet, they have meetings during the week. But on Sunday, all of us come together in one place. All right? So that's gathering service. All right? Then finally, tell your neighbor, finally. Oh, for organized creative acts organized creative acts campaign Luke 15 27 now his elder son was in the field and as he came and drew nigh to the house he heard music and dancing 
Hallelujah. He had happiness in the church from music and dancing. Creative art taps into the creativity, the talents, and the gifts of the ordinary members. The organized creative arts campaign is a galvanize, is to galvanize the church in music, dancing, and drama. Everyone loves music and dancing. The few talented singers and dancers you see are those who have been nurtured and encouraged by the leadership of the church. Amen. So this has to do with choir, solos, anything with music, groups, groups of singers, dancing stars. Do you get the film stars? Everybody likes these things. Amen. Film stars. We used to have even scripture stars. Is that not so? Yeah. So all these things, when people come, they become, when they sit down, everybody likes it. When you come and there's music. Even when I sang, no, not before that. Those of you, your eyes were closed, suddenly it has opened. Because everybody likes music. Everybody likes dancing. When people dance, it's nice. When you see them dancing, you are happy. We have to work on all these things. Do you see? So that it's active in the church. Amen. So that anybody with any talent, the talent is harnessed. Now, align the talent you have with what we are doing in the church. Like when we say we are doing dancing starts. Some people came and said they want to do break dancing. I said, we'll do break dancing. But now we want to do, we have set of choreographies. We want to repeat. Do you see it? Before we come to break dancing, the break dance, you are the only one who can dance the break dancing. So is there one man, a solo? Do, do you get it? But the group dance there, even those who don't know how to dance, seriously can be part of because the, 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 the beauty about these dances is the synchronized movement. That's all. It's not even about how wild the styles are. When you see a choreographic group that is not a good group, you see they just do one routine, then they do freestyle. A lot of freestyle. It's not a good group. Usually it's not nice. Yeah. They just do one routine. Church day sweet papa, eh, sweet papa. Church day sweet papa, eh, sweet papa. Then, then they come, no, then they all just stand aside. Then you, you go, then you go and do shona pans, then you come. Then the other one goes to do, usually it's not nice. People shout, but it's not nice. If you like, come and do it again next week and do the same thing. You see people, oh, he's going to go down. But when you look at what we are choreographing. It's like the moves are not that wild. They just do something. But the fact that everybody is doing it makes it look nice. That's all. That's, what the, the, that's why even in Olympics we have something called synchronized swimming or diving. Synchronized. You look at how synchronized the movements are. Synchronized means Thank you very much. How it has been made to look the same. It's, it's, it's in sync. Yeah, so people look at it. They all do. Even we used to have that flow. Remember flow? Uh-huh. You see them, when they do all the moves together, it's nice. I mean, who can do this? Oh. Listen, listen up, listen up. It can be done. But when they are all doing it, with this, they are angelic clothes and the things are all moving together, it becomes beautiful. That's it. It becomes beautiful. But you may have one super talented person who who do styles. It works maybe once one Sunday in, in a year. Or do you see? But after that, when you come next week and you, you see someone who will be sleeping again. Do, do, do you understand? You, you, the stars are very powerful. But once in a while, then one person, to something that you do every Sunday, it has to be synchronized. That's what brings the beauty. So somebody comes to sit here 
maybe today, maybe let's take these are the dancing stars. Last, last, last week when I was watching, maybe I was watching only this. So I just saw Uncle Justice and Auntie Tandeka. Then somebody, oh, did you see Lady Pastor Yvonne moving? I said, oh no, I didn't see, I didn't see. So when they come again and they are dancing, it's the same dance, but this time I'm looking at yeah. G, G to R. Do, do you get it? Uh-huh. So, all these things, film stars. And you know, we are going to encourage it more because it makes the church beautiful. It makes the service nice. Do you get it? It makes it very nice. And I think this year, film stars have done very well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. I mean, they've done well. Quite done well. Dancing stars have done what they can. For all done well. We'll push it even more. Next year. God willing. Louis. My eyes are on you. Yeah. So these are the campaigns. That I'm introducing to us. When God gives us the opportunity again. We are going to now. Take them one by one and look into them even deeper. Hallelujah. Now we know them. But I said we have to what? Know them. Understand them. So now we are going to go on a drive to understand them. And I'm sure when we understand them, we'll believe in them and then we'll practice it. Stand to your feet, let's the service to a close. Oh, if you are clapping, I know clapping is not a campaign, but I know it's not a campaign, but lift your hands and pray that God will use you in this end time move. God will use you. God will use you. God will use you. As we spread the work, pray that you will find a place that God will use you. That God will use you. That God will. Maybe your place may not be the traditional place. But considering the campaigns available. That you will find your niche. You will find your place. You will find what will make you important. You will find what will make you useful. In the house of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Use us. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. If you can use anything, you can use me. You can use me. You can use me. You can use me. If you can use anything, my hands, Lord, and my feet. Yes, Lord. Use me. Use me. Use me, oh God. Use me, oh God. Yes, Lord. If you can use anything, you can use me. You can use me, you can use me, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet, touch my heart, touch my heart, Lord. Sing it one more time if you can use anything. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. is lifted up we say lord if you can use anything we surrender ourselves to to you use us lord use us use us lord take our hands take our feet touch our hearts use us speak through us 
perform your will through us all in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Put those hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.